Hello, welcome back to the Broken Table Wrestling Podcast. My name is Steven, joined by my partner Alec. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about February 21st NXT. Uh, to open up this show, we were met with Ilya Dragunov uh, in a match against Trick Williams. Trick Williams came to the ring saying he could do a lot more than talk, which led to their match. Uh, before a commercial break, uh, J.D. McDonough made his presence known. Remember, J.D. McDonough, he uh, has an injured eye due to a forearm from Ilya Dragunov. Ilya Dragunov did end up picking the win over Trick uh, in a pretty solid match. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought this was a good opening match. I feel like they did the job they needed to do, which was put over Trick Williams, as well as give Ilya Dragunov a win for his return. Um, I, I think especially with the promo, you know, Trick saying he could do more than just talk. He could actually prove it in the ring. I feel like that's a sign that they're going to start pushing Trick a little more on a solo career instead of being in mellow shadow. Um, that was a great match. I'm really glad Dragunov is back. Even though it may seem repetitive to have him feud with McDonough again, I'm all for it. They're just two great wrestlers, and I feel like I could watch them wrestle day after day after day. Um, what about you? Uh, I think it was good. I think what you said, Trick Williams, uh, we've seen him with Carmelo Hayes. And while I think he's great on the mic, and so is Carmelo Hayes, they could form a, a great duo. It's just, I think you have to start looking at guys' solo careers. And I think Trick has the physique. I mean, he has the wrestling to definitely have a solo career, and he has the mic skills. So I'm glad to see a little bit of a push for Trick. Uh, Ely and JD, like you said, like, yeah, it's a little repetitive, but those guys have great chemistry, and those two guys who really show out in the ring. So I think a match, whether that be roadblock in two weeks, maybe stand and deliver, I'm not really sure, but there's definitely a match coming between the two of them. And I'm really excited for that. Me too. And maybe one of them, uh, one of the winners would be the number one contender for the title. Who knows? We'll have it by then. It's pretty exciting to see. Absolutely. Uh, now we're going to go to our NXT tag team champions who made an appearance. Uh, the Gallus boys, they battled with Inafe and Blade in a match that wasn't really much about the match, in my opinion, uh, and off and blade, not really big time, big time tag team Gallus, just your average Tuesday paycheck for them. Uh, they were interrupted at the end by a birthday anniversary cake thing from pretty deadly, a two year anniversary to when they lost the NXT championships to pretty deadly. Uh, they pretty deadly ended up being behind Gallus struck them with chairs, um, ended up, beating the absolute hell out of them. Uh, so I'm thinking we're going to see a tag team title match at Roadblock. Possibly, yeah. I mean, before I get into the uh, the match itself and, you know, Pretty Deadly, I like the Gallus boys. I, I haven't really seen much of them, but I like their wrestling style. I like their, you know, their whole aura to them. I think what's going on here is they might have lost some steam. One, because they've been gone and they're going to have to rebuild that back up. And two, because... They, they took the titles off uh, the New Day, right? And I feel like the New Day was a big, big, big draw to NXT. And I, I feel like they kind of carried that tag team division for the two months that they were there. And, and you could argue that they took the belts off prematurely at deadline, I believe it was. Or was it Vengeance Day? Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day. You could argue that they took the belts off them prematurely, but I think they have to start, you know, putting more paper to pen with the tag division now that the New Day is back on SmackDown. Because now they have to work on building up these talents rather than here's some main roster talents to get some eyeballs on the product. But um, the match itself, you know, pretty good match. I think Idris and uh, Malik are good talent. 
I'm excited to see what their future holds for them. Um, Pretty Deadly is good. They're, they're really, really good at uh, not storytelling, but, you know, doing their promos and being the annoying self that they are. And I'm, I mean, I'm excited. I can't say I'm not excited for this match because I am, but, you know, like, like you said, not overly thrilled, but it's, it's going to be fun. I, I'm definitely a big Pretty Deadly fan, which is so weird to say. That's like totally not the tag team that I've kind of learned to enjoy when I was growing up watching this kind of stuff. Um, so I definitely am really excited for Pretty Deadly. I hope they do take the titles off Gallus. Kind of what you said, Gallus, you don't really know how over they are because of the time that they missed. So you want to keep the titles fresh. Now, maybe Pretty Deadly isn't the best option, but I think for right now, I think them gaining the titles back and kind of doing their run again would be something very strong for NXT. For sure. Uh, going to the women's tag team champions, they were not in a match. That's Kiana James and Fallon Henley. They are dealing with some weird kind of situation. You want to talk more about that? Yeah, this is the WWE's version of reality television. And, you know, it's not great, but it's kind of entertaining because you have uh, Fallon Henley, and Keanu James, who you would never, ever think would even tag together, let alone win a title. And in, in between that, mixed with that, is Josh Briggs and uh, Jensen, right? So, obviously, Jensen and Keanu James are together, right? And then it's just Josh Briggs and Fallon looking at the sidelines. It, it is just a little weird because Keanu and Fallon, they weren't a tag team when they won the titles. They were kind of just like thrown together. And they were just like, oh, yeah, we'll work together. And then they kind of threw the titles on them. I was shocked when they did that. Um, I do like Carter and Chance. I think they're two very talented uh, individual superstars. Um, but I think this kind of like relationship thing, like it's fine. Like, again, storytelling is one thing. Like you don't want your tag team champions to be involved in a story, not really like a match. Yeah. It's kind of weird, I guess. Um, so I think I'm excited to see who they face. I think they're going to have a match at Roadblock. If that is Chance and Carter or another team, another duo that we've seen, like maybe, I don't know, definitely not, but like Niall and Paxley or something, something like that. Like anybody in these duos that maybe would be better, but I do think that eventually we'll see Carter and Chance gain their titles back. Yeah. And, and the good thing with, with their chemistry is you could always have them drop the titles and they go into a feud immediately after that. So you have, you know, somewhat storytelling even after they lose the titles. Yeah. You have that kind of that, if not this, then this, and you could play around with kind of what that is. Uh, Wesley, our North American champion, uh, there was some havoc with his open challenge last week. Yes. This week there was no open challenge. Uh, instead, he had a backstage segment where he said next week, so February 28th, we are going to see another North American open challenge. I, I hope it's not one of the five men that we've been seeing since Halloween Havoc. I mean, I love, I love the uh, North American championship division, like, you know, Von Wagner, Tony D'Angelo, Dijak. I love him, but when are we going to see someone new, right? We've been seeing Dijak for the past month, Tony D'Angelo mixed in there, and Von Wagner, this isn't his first rodeo competing for the North American championship. I, as much as I love those guys, I, I hope it's going to be a surprise. I couldn't tell you who it's going to be. Or at least be someone new that's on the, on the roster, you know. Just seeing the same, same people compete for these titles, it, it gets a little stale. But the wrestling is always there, which is good. It's not like we have, you know, crappy wrestling along with repetitiveness. So 
I'm excited to see who it is. Hopefully it's someone new. And um, wh wh whoever it is, I bet the wrestling's going to be great. It's going to be a good match. And obviously, I see Wesley retaining probably all the way till stand and deliver at least. Yeah, I think you definitely want to see the open challenge for us, I guess, by somebody different than what we've seen, like you said, like Tony D'Angelo, Dijak, guys like that. You definitely want to see new talent kind of be on the rise. Wesley's fantastic. I think he's my favorite superstar on the NXT roster. Um, I think he's so skilled in the ring. He's so technical. Um, right. And I think it's a good thing kind of having him get on the mic a little bit more, building up that character aspect instead of the wrestler aspect. I think that's so big, especially NXT being that kind of like development show, like you want to develop the wrestling, but you also know that you have to develop the character when you get to raw, when you get to SmackDown, you can't just be a wrestler. That's not really what the business is. So I think, putting him on the mic is something really good that can continue to build his character. But yeah, definitely think Wesley is super awesome. Uh, obviously, whoever the opponent is, you're right. I could not tell you who that's going to be. I'm going to be just as shocked as everybody else. Um, but I, he is going to retain, and then hopefully we have something set up for probably not roadblock, but definitely stand and deliver. Yeah, and before we move on to our next point, I was just thinking, you know, two possibles – that I would like to see is maybe someone like Axiom who could put on a real good match with Wesley. And then maybe someone like, you know, Nathan, Nathan Frazier, who we haven't seen since Halloween Havoc, I believe he's been on the injured list. Hopefully he comes back. He, he's another one who could put on a good match with Wesley. So maybe something along those lines and um, maybe a debut too. You know, we have some other NXT signees that haven't debuted yet. So who knows at this point? Yeah, definitely. Who knows? But I like the idea of like a return. You got to feel like it's kind of like return. Like it's not going to be somebody on the roster. But exactly. again, you we'll see next week. Uh, okay, Tyler Bate uh, had a sort of a promo, kind of making him look like a little bit of a baby face uh, outside yeah, yeah, the okay. ring. Uh, he was interrupted by the members of Schism, which led right into a tag team match that we will talk about a little bit later. We ended up meeting up with Tyler Bate once again towards the end of the show. Uh, where he ran into Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. Um, didn't really say much. I mean, he was kind of just telling Trick that he did a good job and not really yeah. looking for much trouble, but Carmelo Hayes kind of stepped right in front of that and kind of his, like, God complex that we've learned about with Carmelo Hayes, and uh, it's going to set up a match next week. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I feel like his uh, his promo as well as his backstage segment, segment took a page out of Cody Rhodes' book, you know, being – awfully pleasant, you know, nothing negative to say, and uh, just a very, very likable, kind person. His promo was, it was good. It was very, very, you know, face, a face-like promo. Um, I, I love Tyler Bay. I told you before we went on the air, he's my personal favorite wrestler on the roster. Uh, I think he's very talented. I love his skill set. I love his moves. It's great. And I, I think with that promo, what they're trying to do is uh, – at least what I think is, you know, give him a longer promo. That promo went on for maybe two to three minutes, I would say. So just get him used to it. Get him used to the uh, United States NXT as he was previously in NXT UK. Get him used to that style and hopefully build him up and get him on the main roster as soon as possible. And uh, going back to the backstage segment, I'm very excited for the match with Melo. Obviously, Melo's going to have to win because he's approaching Stan and deliver against Braun Breaker. And we... You know, you don't you don't want to see him lose to anyone other than Braun Breaker. Um, but it's gonna be a good match. You know, maybe he'll win by some sort of cheat, maybe Trick Williams will get involved, who knows? But 
very excited for that match. Yeah, absolutely. I think Hayes and Bate could put on a really good match next week. Uh, definitely like Tyler Bates' character. Definitely, I'm excited to see him in the ring. And of course, Mello. He's he's Mello. He's Mello's Mello. Yep. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Tony D'Angelo and Von Wagner, which came about backstage. We saw Von Wagner with his manager, Mister Stone, uh, and then we saw Tony D'Angelo and. Stax Lorenzo. Yeah. Lorenzo, yeah. Um, and they challenged Javon to a match. At first he said no, but then they kind of toyed with his mind and we, we got our match. Pretty solid match. Uh, the wrestling was really good, I thought. Uh, I like Tony D'Angelo's style. Even Von Wagner, he has a good style. Tony D'Angelo did pick up the win, um, and then we led into a little promo where Tony D'Angelo challenged Dijak to a jailhouse street fight at NXT Roadblock in two weeks, giving Dijak seven days to respond to his challenge. Yeah, so starting with that backstage segment, I, I like how Von Wagner and, and Mr. Stone are at odds right now because Von, I think, is a very good talent. He he might be getting the Baron Corbin treatment. I, I'm not sure. I think we're going to need more time. He keeps eating losses. I think he's very talented, and maybe he'll go on an angle where, you know, Mr. Stone leaves – and obviously he'll start winning, something like that. Uh, I like Tony D'Angelo. I like Lorenzo. I feel like the gimmick is very, 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 very cheesy as a Guido Italian like myself, but it's good. The wrestling's good. Story's good. Uh, the match was everything I expected. You know, it, you know, when you look on paper, I feel like this match is very two different styles of wrestling. You know, you have the big guy, and then you have Tony who has a more, you know, I would say more technical wrestling than Vaughn. Uh, it was a good match. Tony won, and he set up that match, like you were saying, the Jeha Street fight, which should be a very good match. Dijak has impressed me so much. This is the exact type of treatment he should have been getting on the main roster rather than him joining that stupid group retribution. And um, I'm really excited for this. I I'm not sure what the Jeha Street fight composes of, but I'm sure there's going to be some you know, steel chairs, kendo sticks, who knows? Yeah, definitely very excited to see that one. Hopefully, again, he's going to accept it. So hopefully we do see that in two weeks. Uh, that'll be super fun to watch. Uh, going back a little bit when we talked about Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate was interrupted by the group Schism, uh, led by Joe Gacy, Ava, and the Dyad. Uh, the Dyad had a match following that promo with Chase U, some a tag team that I truly adore. I hope they have a tag team title run in them so soon. Uh, in this match, Ava got involved with Tia, uh, and Andre Chase ran out of the ring to save Tia, I guess, kind of like protect her, uh, which led to Duke Hudson getting pinned, and the Dyad picked up the win. Uh, and then we saw at the end Duke Hudson telling Andre Chase that we have to let Tia grow up, that this is a university, not a charity. Yeah, I feel like that was teasing the eventual Duke Hudson heel turn. I, I think we all know what's bound to happen at one point. But before that happens, like you said, I'd like to see him pick up the tag team title, something like that. I, I really like this group. I love their gimmick. I think it's such a good gimmick, and it even gets a lot of uh, – cheer from the crowd wearing all their chase you shirts i think it's great i like the whole angle with thea hale being you know summoned and kind of possessed by the uh schism and ava rand's new character i like that 
the match was great. I love Andre Chase. I think he's such a good talent. And I, I think he's due for main roster eventually, obviously. I know he's been getting some main event matches before the show start, which is good. Duke Hudson's great. I think he also is a main event talent when he gets there. I like his skill set. I think his moves are fantastic. And like Grayson Waller said, you know, a month or two ago, he's Duke Hudson at the end of the day. So it's just, it's not if he's going to have that heel turn, it's when. And I feel like this, um, or his frustration at the end of the match is going to lead to that at one point. Yeah, and I think something else I hope that this kind of evolves Thea a little bit. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, Thea's, Thea's young. She's 18. I mean, we're older than Thea. And so, I mean, I don't know how quickly you want to throw her into the ring. I don't know how ready she is, but I hope that she plays such an integral role in Chase U. And I, you know, I, she's awesome. Like, I absolutely enjoyed her character. She's fantastic. I just, I hope that we get to see her sooner in the ring. Like a match of her and Ava, like, could definitely be fun to watch. Uh, so I hope that they're yeah. kind of starting to evolve the, uh, and letting her mature and moving on with her character, not so much as a gimmick cheerleader. Yeah, and speaking of uh, Ava Rain, I feel like we're all anxiously waiting for her first match and her debut match. You know, this is the rock star we're talking about. We all want to see what she's got in her arsenal. So that would be a great first match for her. Thea Hale and Ava Rain be great to showcase their skills. And I, I think it's going to be a good little back and forth between the uh, schism and Chase U. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the show ended, so after the main event, we will talk about the main event in a little while, but the show ended with Grayson Waller taking over the production room, degeneration style, just like the creator of NXT, the production guy of NXT, Shawn Michaels. Um, so, and then we got to Grayson Waller inviting Shawn Michaels onto his talk show, The Grayson Waller Effect, two weeks from Tuesday. At Roadblock. Uh, Grayson Waller, I, I can't say enough good things about him. He, he's like the MJF of NXT or WWE, but he's obviously PG. But he's great at what he does. Not only does he talk well, he backs it up in the ring. The, the kid could really wrestle. Uh, I love his attitude. I, I love how he just continuously stays with that attitude. And even when he's on social media, even when he's you know out in the public, he still carries that. And it makes the character feel real. I like his little feud going on with Shawn Michaels. And as much as Grayson Waller versus Shawn Michaels would be such a good, you know, on paper match, I think that rumor is is going to be debunked sooner that, rather than later. Yeah, I definitely, you know, Grayson Waller, like you said, his character is so good uh, and he carries it so well. Um, I don't really know what's next for Grayson. I think we're getting real close to a call up for Grayson Waller. If I'm looking yeah. at, Guys, superstars right now in NXT. Obviously, Braun Breaker is very close. Obviously, Mello is very close. But I think Grayson Waller might be closer than both of them uh, because, you know, I don't know if they're ever going to put the NXT title on him. They, he lost to Breaker. Uh, so he's probably back on the line. And, you know, but I think he's coming close. So I hope I see him on the main roster soon. But, yeah, definitely a great character. Excited to see. We haven't seen Shawn Michaels since the Raw is 30. Uh, and now to have him in his own little promo could be really exciting. Uh, our women's champion, Roxanne Perez, did not have a match, but she did appear in a training session with one of her opponents. Yeah, so I I, get, I knew from the moment that happened that uh, 
that match was going to be coming soon. I, I think that's what they alluded to when Roxanne called Mako Satamora for the tag team match against uh, Katana and uh, Casey. Uh, I haven't really seen Mako Satamora besides, you know, the last week or so. She seems to be very good. She's very heavy on her uh, feet, big, big kick style. Uh, I think it's going to be a good match. Unfortunately, as much as I love Roxanne Perez, I feel like her title reign ever since Vengeance Day is off to a slow start. So I hope that this match really, you know, puts her in gear. On paper, it seems like a good match, but we'll see if that correlates when we watch it at uh, Roadblock, I believe it is. So uh, exci excited for that match. Hopefully it elevates Roxanne because I, I think we talked about it. I don't think we were heavy on that match at Vengeance Day. Um, and I'm excited to see her showcase her skills. Yeah, and I think she got a good pop when she entered the Royal Rumble the day after Vengeance oh, Day. Yeah. I saw so, it. It was I was so excited when I when I saw her. I, I knew we were getting some NXT um talent on the, at the Royal Rumble when I heard her music go off, I was freaking out because you know Roxanne's a great talent. She really wants it and she's still so young, so we're gonna have a lot more of her. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, like you said, her title rate has started out a little slow, but I think she's definitely gonna pick it up. They're definitely gonna give her some good matches. And hopefully she she reigns for a little bit, but another one who seems just about ready for the main roster call-up. For sure. Finally, it was our main event match, and it was the NXT Championship match. Uh, our champion, Braun Breaker, battled former WWE champion, United States champion, uh, Jinder Mahal. Uh, Jinder is – I've always liked Jinder. He always had that goofy kind of thing with the 3MB, and then, and then he got super jacked, and he – he beat Orton for the title, and it was awesome. It was like Kofi Kingston all over again. It was awesome. Um, Braun Breaker did retain. Not like that should be a shock to anybody. Yep. Uh, leading into, I don't believe he has a match for Roblox. Again, we are looking towards Sam Deliver with his match against Carmelo Hayes. Uh, the match ended with Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes locking eyes, and then we obviously got what Grayson Waller did. Uh, thoughts on the main event? It was a good main event. I mean, I don't think anyone's shocked that Jinder Mahal could, you know, roll with the big dogs and roll with Braun Breaker. I just think that the main roster didn't have space for him. It didn't have ideas. So they brought him down to NXT. And I think that was the best idea they could have done. However, I think they need to elevate him a little more in NXT. I, I'm not a big fan of Indusher. I, I just think that their presence isn't doesn't come off as important or as important as it should. So hopefully, you know, Jinder Mahal ventures out on his own in NXT. Hopefully down the road he wins a title or something like that. Um, the match was good. I haven't seen Jinder wrestle in a while, so it was good to see him wrestle. Braun Breaker, as always, is one of the most versatile wrestlers in all of WWE. As a big guy who's jacked, he could do, you know, shooting star presses from the standing position. He runs like a running back. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, definitely fall in love with Braun Breaker and his wrestling and even his character. Uh, I'm very excited to see his match with Carmelo Hayes. That is going to wrap up this episode uh, talking about the NXT. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about the next episode in NXT. Uh, again, my name is Steven. Uh, Join my partner, Alec. This was the Broken Table Wrestling Podcast. We do have a Twitter and Instagram now. Uh, our Twitter is at Table Wrestling. Our Instagram is Broken Table Insta. Shoot that a follow. We're going to be sending out live reactions to the shows. And then, of course, the podcast episodes 
every week. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Have a good one. Share with your friends. Bye.